Hello, this is Chris. And this is Andrew, and welcome back to Video Games Cover to Cover, episode 10 of our coverage of The Witcher 3. And I think it was episode 2 or 3, I can't remember which, but you titled This is the One with Yennefer. But Andrew, this is the one with Yennefer. Yes. Before we get into that, though, I do need to follow up on something from last week. Oh, I don't care about your problems from last week, Andrew. Yennefer! I'll admit that was some impressive excitement. (laughs) I still feel like a terrible witcher, but I did confirm that no one else in the context of the game dies because of my mistake. Granted, he leaves town and probably almost certainly continues to murder other people. So, you know, that part's pretty terrible, but... So, exactly. So, basically what I was saying, like, it makes perfect sense. Yes. He Um, knows that his time here has run dry. Yeah, and he moves on for basically essentially the exact same thing that happens with the evil ghost that I also screwed up on. Hey, that's okay. I released a demon god that... Is in the form of a horse, but hey, at least I saved some kids. I, you know, cool. You know what? At least that one, both endings are bad, whereas I just did the definitely worse one both of my times. I was trying to make you feel a little better. I but appreciate that, but no, I am accepting my shame. I screwed up bad. I'm high energy and high excitement. Okay, well, I don't want to rain on your Yennefer parade, so we can dive into that. I just had to follow up on that. Well, right before Yennefer, I did want to mention, did you ever run into the succubus? Yes, I did. Did you kill said succubus? I did not. Neither did I. I'm glad to hear that you didn't. Most of the time when I've been given the option to save a monster, I haven't, and obviously that bit me once, but for the most part, I actually have not regretted that decision because most of the time it's been good. Well, here's the thing. With her, she's literally just trying to get by, just kind of like the godling kids are. Yeah, exactly. She really wasn't doing anything. And I truly believed that the guards attacked her first, and it was just self-defense on her part. Same here. And so I was like, Given everything we've seen in this town, that seems by far the most likely situation. I was like, no, 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 just leave. And then she essentially said, like, here is a proof of death. So that I even got a reward for it, too. Yeah. And I understand it probably seems like a double standard. Every dude that comes along and is like, I'm totally good now. I immediately murder. But, you know, a succubus lady comes along and she's like, yo, they attacked me. And it is what it is. Like, I'm so- I'm sorry. You know, I it really is time to move on. I'm just like, yeah, cool. Totally. No, nope. just forgotten. Don't worry about it. Killed guards? I do that all the time. (laughs) Just move along. We have a bond now. But at the end of the day, I'm also like, eh, I don't care. Maybe it's a double standard. Uh, Really, though, she did not seem like she was harming anybody. I mean, they talked about how she was bringing a bunch of business into the brothel. And that's the thing. Like, she was doing a bunch of good... I totally believed her. Every other one of those dudes is immediately like, yo, you suck. I didn't do this. I'm going to kill you. I'm like, okay, well, I guess you're going to die now. I don't- yeah, I mean, if you're going to kill me, then that, the entire conversation is moot because I'm going to kill you. Yeah, even the guy that was attacking that girl that turns out he wasn't the murderer. Ugh. He's like, hey, man, 
you know, I'm going to get back to what I was doing with her. And Geralt was like, no, dead. I'm like, there was an option to Jedi mind trick him away. And I'm like, no, no, no. This dude, just like Horson, is going to do this again if I let him leave. Yeah. And what he's doing was clearly against her will. If it was a, you know, BDSM thing and she was into it, that's one thing. She clearly was not into this and clearly thought she was going to die. So sorry, Nathaniel, you're done. dude. Succubus lady was just doing her thing and guards got upset and killed her. So she's fine in my book. Well, guards got upset and tried to kill her and then died. Yes. Let's clarify. (laughs) But Andrew, I've waited long enough. Now, my adventure to Skellige. It starts off. Looking for a boat captain. Yes. Because I find, nobody wants to do it because it's such a bad route now. I find said boat captain who basically just says, pay me and I'll go. Cool. Hundred of my gold gone. Not happy about that. Although Actually, I think it was a thousand. Yeah, I was going to say, even then, because it was enough that I was like, that's a lot of money, and a hundred would probably not even make me blink at this point in the game. I'm like, can't I just swim to Skellige myself? I've swam to a lot of different places, man. <laughs> I've got that Witcher endurance. I can do it. And then, of course, you only have to do it once, and then you can just fast travel for free anyway. <laughs> I'd like to think that you're taking the captain every time, and that every time you're being attacked by pirates and immediately crashing and dying. Which my favorite part is, at the beginning of the trip, the captain goes, let's have a drink, and immediately starts downing, and Geralt goes, hey man, you really think you should be drinking? I never sail sober. (laughs) Cool. This is gonna go bad. Yeah, exactly. Like, can't wait for this. Immediately attacked by pirates, immediately crashing and washing up ashore on Skellige. Everybody else died but Geralt. I would like to point out that this douchebag has the gall to misspeak about Yennefer in front of me. Wait, wait, wait. Back up a second and give some context on who this is because you just... That just you some random it. doucher. I didn't even catch his name because I don't even care about this doucher. It's this guy who's, you wash up shore, and this guy's about to steal your Witcher medallion because he's like a grubby thief who steals from the dead. Yeah. And then he has the gall to be like, Yennefer has, or this sorceress expletive that set (laughs) me off. (laughs) has Cray under her wing and blah, 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 blah. And yet, whatever. I'm like, here's the thing, buddy. I want to punch you in the face. (laughs) He goes, well, okay, Witcher, let's go. Immediate destruction. I destroyed this dude. And then he gets up and he's like, ugh. Well, you suck, man. (laughs) Get out of here, freak. Yeah, well... Well, your mom, <laughs> basically. And I'm like, first vindication. <laughs> but yeah, even in universe, everybody apparently dislikes Jennifer. Yeah, everyone hates her. Even in here, everybody hates her. It's because she has a one-track mind, which is save Siri and screw everyone else, which as far as I'm concerned, yeah. Some of her methods are a little questionable, but, you know, we'll get to that. 
I mean, at this point, I think we've established that basically everyone has some questionable methods. Yes. So you get there. So you get to Skellige and you get to where Yennefer's at. Finally, I get to see Yennefer. Turns out there's a funeral of some sort. A king has died. Yeah, what well, the king of Skellige. <laughs> well, yeah, that guy, the the one. I was say, there's only one. <laughs> Let's just be clear. And there's this super young girl crying about something. I'm assuming about the king being dead. And then this dude asks her, hey, you don't have to do this. She was with him longer. And I'm like, hold up a second. What's happening now? They're about to push his boat off. She gets on the boat and sits next to him. And suddenly there's a bunch of flaming arrows. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Wait a minute. What now? You're telling me that when the king dies, his wife, assuming also alive, is expected to get on a boat with him and die with him? It's that Viking-type funeral, I guess. What? That was an actual thing? Well, I don't know about that part specifically, but the whole pushing you out to sea in a boat and lighting the boat on fire is definitely a thing, so I would assume, because that whole area is clearly based on North mythology and stuff, because they worship the goddess Freya and things like that. That's, like, the worst thing I've ever seen. And I know there are some cultures that did do that, like, I'm... So it wouldn't surprise me if the Viking culture did that, because I I know it happened in other places. That's just the most ridiculous... I mean, I'm sorry, but that's insane. I mean, yeah, it's horrendous. I'm not disagreeing with you at all. I mean, I get that that's their thing, but, like, being in the world we live in now, I'm like, that's... I can't even fathom that. Like, why does she have to die just because he's dead? Like, I'm sorry, but, yo, she was, like, 12. Well... Yikes. (laughs) Yikes. <laughs> I don't think she was 12. <laughs> she was young. I meant to say like 16 or something. It, it was very clear that he, you know. Robbed the cradle. Downgraded the age of his wife because, you know, his his current wife is, I guess, a Jarl of some. Or his old wife was like a Jarl or something. I don't know. She was one of the leaders of something because her son is the... Yeah. Was going to take over or something. I don't know. He was one of the people that was trying to be king, and she was like... She was pushing it real hard. Yeah. But so anyway, the funeral's going on, and after I see this, I'm horrified. But Geralt immediately walks up next to Yennefer, who I am ecstatic to see. And he says, you look wonderful. And I'm like, yes, on point, Geralt. Yes, thank you, sir. Immediately showering her with compliments. The very first thing you get, which is another timed thing, is, or it may not have been timed, but whatever, you have the option of, like, stand there and do nothing or tell Yennefer she smells great. I don't know for sure if she smelled great, but I can only assume that she did. Smell-o-vision for games doesn't exist, but I can only assume it was, like, lovely lavender of some sort. I mean... Geralt clearly thought so, because it's not like there was an option for, hey, you stink. (laughs) Hey, smelly, you stink. Or, you smell wonderful, Yennefer. Apparently, she reads his mind all the time. Yeah, that was a little weird. I guess he was super mad about that in the books, but I honestly don't really care. You know, whatever. 
all I think about is Yennefer anyway, so... <laughs> she can read your mind, the player, whenever she wants. Yeah, as far as I'm concerned, she, the things that it, I'm thinking about, she's not going to want to see, or maybe she will, depending, because, <laughs> you know... Hey, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm just immediately barrage of con- compliments. Um, the very next thing is you need to attend his wake... Because you need to talk to, basically, Yennefer tells you after the whole funeral and everything that there was a massive cataclysmic event. That's why she's here. That destroyed, like, a massive amount of the area. And she's not allowed to look at it because a druid specifically, like, hates her being a sorceress. And just because she's Yennefer, I guess, that everybody hates her. I mean, at this point, it's basically like a law that you just have to dislike Yennefer. Unless you're Geralt. Or, like, a couple other people, but we'll get to that. So, she basically says, hey, put on nice clothes. I I have some. I, I She doesn't even let you go buy them. She's like, I have your clothes. They're ready. They're in my room. Just go grab them. I looted everything in there. I mean, yeah, me too. Of course. Sorry, Yennefer. We're married. What's yours is mine, and what's mine is mine. <laughs> and I have taken everything, including the clothes. I put the clothes on. I get there. She's happy. She's so happy to see me in these awesome clothes. And I'm happy because Yennefer's happy. She reads my mind and she's like, you got a lot of dirty stuff going on in there, Geralt. We got a job to do. Let's go. (laughs) Basically, she says, she kind of alludes to, we really need to talk to Cray. It's super important. And Geralt says, yeah, I don't plan on drinking at all. And she goes, yeah, it's probably a really great idea. Yeah. Immediate, everyone wants to drink with you. Absolutely. Because, of course, the fact that it even got mentioned basically guaranteed that was going to happen. The first thing is you... You meet some of the Jarl's kids. It was Ceres, and they talk about a horse race to basically get to the top of this hill and... It's not a horse race, it's just a foot race. Oh, Oh, it was just a foot race. Yeah. You're running up the hill and to get to this axe... And the first one who gets there wins. Basically, this is something they did as a child, and she didn't do it for one reason or another. I can't remember what it was. Um, But she didn't end up doing it at that time. And so her brother's giving her a bunch of grief about it because she's talking about how she wants to put her name in to also be, you know, the next, in this case, queen. Yeah. And so I was uh, going up. I shot up the mountain. I won. Of course I did. I'm sorry. I'm not going to let her win. I don't know if you did. No, I I beat her. I handily defeated her. And she gets very disappointed, but the other, like, Jarl's kids all are also immediately like, yeah, you lost to a witcher. Anybody would have done that. Don't be so hard on yourself. Which I actually thought was really, like, I'm glad that all of them understand, like, you weren't going to beat him. Yeah, exactly. At all. You you definitely weren't going to win that race, but, you know, the fact that you even did it shows you have... Yeah, points for trying, but... <laughs> so then they immediately offer you a drink, and I'm like, no, I got stuff to do, I gotta, I can't drink. Yeah, same here. And then I ran into Madman Logos. Which, what a name. Uh, once again, we come back to the, the the horse and dilemma of... Is this what you choose to call yourself? His name is really Briarfart or whatever. Himmelfart. Himmelfart. That's his actual name. Because Geralt refers to him as that later at some point. I remember that is his actual name. I mean, I'd probably go by Madman too if my real name was Himmelfart. No, 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 not Logos. The priest guy. 
the major church guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Philip Hemmelfart or whatever yeah, yeah. it was. It was Hemmelfart. That part I know. I don't know his first name. Yeah, the, the, yeah, that's his real name. Uh, you're right. I remember that now because, yeah, it came up in, in a quest. So he's man, Madman Logos. And he is a madman because he immediately wants to get into a fight. Um, with basically anybody, but Geralt will do. And I destroyed him. Absolutely. I mopped the floor with this dude. And then he's immediately like, let's have a drink. And I'm like, no. And then he calls me a pansy and walks away. I actually did have a drink with him because I'm like, this is somebody who probably I should try to make friends with. That's the only drink I had. How dare you, sir? Yennefer, you were there to help Yennefer and you get drunk with Madman Logos? I didn't get drunk. <laughs> you might as well have. I didn't have a drink with him because I'm like, no. With that Witcher metabolism, you probably need like seven drinks to get drunk. I am here on task. Well, it doesn't matter because, you know, this is all of this was for Yennefer. All of it. I told her I wasn't going to drink. And by God, I'm not going to drink. I respect your dedication. To Yennefer. Yes. If it had been anyone else, I would have gotten plastered drunk. Specifically, Triss. I would have gotten blacked out drunk. (laughs) Only because she asked you not to. (laughs) If she was like, hey, Geralt, do you want to get wasted? You would have been, I'm suddenly a teetotaler. And I do... At one point, because when you first do see Yennefer, you have options to say stuff to her. And of course, I'm showering her with compliments. I'm like, you look phenomenal. And at one point she goes, are you going to be showering me with compliments all night? To which Geralt, so suave. Hey, I'm just telling you how I feel. Yes, I'm laying the groundwork. Yennefer is no longer going to be upset with me. We are tight, son. Me and Yennefer are good to go. I'm so happy. I've been showering her with compliments. I was apparently too nice to her for my goal, but we'll get to that later. The thing is, it was Logos disrespected Yennefer. That is the reason I beat him up. He said something about Yennefer. I'm pretty sure he called her an expletive. Yeah, I I believe that's the reason I got into a fight. And then so then I was like, yes, I'm going to fight him. And then I immediately was like, you better apologize. And he goes, of course, I'm sorry. I understand that we absolutely need sorceresses. I'm not stupid. I apologize, milady. And then he offered you a drink. And then I said no. And then he said, sack up, grow a pair and then walks away. And I'm like, okay. Like, I just destroyed you, man. I don't have to drink if I don't want to. Yeah, I've earned the right to be sober. So we get to the basement area, and I totally call that we'd be fighting those stupid stuffed animals. Yeah, so there's a bunch of, like, um, not even stuffed animals, but, like, uh, taxidermied. And, and yeah, immediately it's like, this is way too obvious of a thing for something to not happen. I wasn't sure what was going to happen. Yeah, I definitely didn't expect it to go the way it did, but yeah, I agree. I expected something to happen. So Yennefer has been leading the way this whole time. When this happens, when you get to this big room with all the stuffed animals, she's just kind of like, wow, this dude was weirder than I thought. (laughs) And then just kind of stands there and I'm like, okay, they're going to attack in some way, shape or form. And like nothing happens. Oh, yeah, I examine everything in the room. Still nothing's happened. I'm like, whatever. I guess let's move on. I start to open up the door and pricks his finger. Oh, good. Yep. Immediate attack. I actually, once it was all done, I immediately saved and I reloaded only because I wanted to see if it was possible to like do an immunity potion to poison or something because you had that pops potion. Yeah. 
but there wasn't a potion like that. So then I was like, yeah, whatever. I don't think it's possible because I just thought that would have been cool because if it was like, if that was an option to get through that, I mean, yeah, I had no problems fighting them or anything like that, but it would have been one of those game touches that I'm like, that's just really cool that that was an option. Yeah. And there's actually something like that, that sort of that comes up later, but I don't want to get too far ahead of it. So, oh, interesting. Why may not know what you're talking about? Maybe not. So then Yennefer's like, dude, you like freaked out and started attacking all the stuffed animals. Yeah. <laughs> so not only have I been looting everything on the way down here. Apparently you're just like charging around, like screaming like a madman and slicing up. So Yennefer is like, this dude's been showering me with compliments all night. I really don't know what he's thinking in his mind. I should probably stop reading it because this is not clean and we have a business to take care of. My Geralt, of course. Um, <laughs> he's stealing literally everything on the way down here. Like, I get it, but I know for a fact that dude has like 30,000 gold. He doesn't need any of this. I don't <laughs> understand what he's doing. Wh- whatever. I guess stuff is expensive. Sure. He's just and being a pack rat again. That's typical Geralt. <laughs> now he opened up. He tried to open a door and... And is now furiously attacking all the animals, yelling, Yennefer, watch out. Yennefer, be careful. <laughs> yes. Oh, Gerald, it sure was a sight. And I, there was an option of, you better forget this ever happened. Or, yeah, I bet I looked pretty dumb. And I definitely chose that I bet it looked pretty dumb. Same here. Actually. Because I'm like, yeah, it yeah, definitely did. I definitely looked dumb and like, you and I are cool. If it had been anyone else, I'd been like, you better forget that right now. <laughs> or you're about to learn a new lesson. What my steel sword feels like. Would it have been for anybody? I mean, like, if it had been, like, Zoldan or Dandelion, would you have? Well, no. Okay. You, you know what I mean. But they wouldn't even be here, because Dandelion's dealing with Priscilla and fending off your attacker. <laughs> uh... and, and so is Zoltan, because, you know, he's definitely coming back on the reg. I hate you so much. <laughs> Um, but no, so you get down there and then you see this whole mask thing and then you fight another elemental. Uh, yeah, which was actually quite a bit harder. <laughs> I didn't really have a I big mean, deal. I, I beat it, but like, it definitely was a harder fight than any of the previous elementals. I thought, oh, it was so easy. Dude, Yennefer annihilated it. I, I barely did anything. She, I, she like with one attack, it's like a whole bar almost entirely was like gone. And I'm like, okay, cool. I wanted to do something. I kept trying to slow it down and then attack. And she would just be like electricity and immediately like, and then it would immediately attack me because, you know, if you use slow down, you know, as soon as you attack it, it's over. Right. So, Yennefer's just annihilating this thing, and turns out this whole thing was a giant trap. Yep. (laughs) And quickly, you have two options, because Yennefer says, basically, Geralt... To find an escape route, which you can't seem to do. (laughs) 
There is no escape route. And basically she says, Geralt says, you're going to have to teleport me. And she's like, I know you hate that. What are you talking about? And he's like, I literally don't know what else to do. We're about to die of poison. And it comes up with a timed thing that says, you get two options. All I want to do is kiss you right now. And something else that I didn't even read because I immediately chose that. And he walks over and immediately starts to embrace Yennefer. And then she teleports both of us out of there. Yeah. Yeah. And now comes my favorite part that I'm so happy about. Turns out Yennefer has ripped her dress. Unfortunate for everybody. And we've got to take time for her to mend her dress. And Geralt's like, oh, I didn't know you knew how to do needlepoint. And she's like, I'm going to use magic, stupid. <laughs> yeah. It's like, like, I enchanted yeah. a needle. What do you take me for? I'm like, yeah, okay. And this, this is a point that I want to make. Yennefer is basically... Geralt. Yeah, I think you've mentioned that before, and the more I've, time I've spent with her, the more I agree with that. She's basically just Geralt, so by hating on Yennefer so much, you're essentially saying Geralt super sucks. And Geralt's not the best person, but here's the thing, nobody in this universe really is. And really, Geralt's basically the kind of person you make him be. And sure, Triss is probably the nicest that I've seen out of anyone in this universe, when but she's not doing, like, horrible torture. That, and not deliberately manipulating Geralt's mind. So, like, I'm sorry, I'm gonna go with the person who I like their personality more, which is Yennefer. I'm so glad I made the right choice from the very beginning, because she is. She's basically just Geralt, and I love Geralt. He's awesome. His sarcasm banter between Dijkstra and Geralt is, like, gold star. And then you get Geralt and Yennefer, and it's like platinum. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, this is exactly like when I think of somebody who I want to talk with all the time, I want an intellectual equal, someone who will give me just as much back as I give them. And Yennefer does that for me. And that's why I like her so much. I mean, honestly, for the little bit of time that we spent with her, I agree with you. I, I like Yennefer, too. And like we talked about a couple weeks ago, I'm a little annoyed that I basically already had to make the Triss decision before I even really got to meet Yennefer. I know. Technically, you could have gone to go see Yennefer first, but you're level 10 when that shows up. And the Skellige mission is level 16. 16. Yeah. And the Triss mission is level 10. So, like... Why would you jump forward six levels, especially considering how slow you level up in this game? Exactly. And you're very clearly supposed to do the Triss stuff first. Right. Not that it matters, because at this point, I'm starting to suspect I've screwed something up really badly. Well, let me guess. You also chose to kiss her? Or there's two options after she mends her dress. There's stand there and do nothing and basically just wait it out. And then there's... You need some help with that, Yennefer? To which I immediately was like, Yennefer, let's get some help. You need it. I've been showering you with compliments all night. I just want to make sure your magic's up to snuff. We are now sexing. Uh, yes. I take it you did too? That was not my intent, but yes. So what options did you choose I through all this? That's the thing is, I don't remember picking anything like super blatantly sexual, but apparently I did. When you, when she said, think of the first thing, what did you do? Hit whichever option was first, because it was a time thing, and I was trying to get out of there, which is probably kiss her. Kiss her was second. Oh, then I did the other one. Well, apparently the second time when you had a timed thing, the first one was wait. 
So you definitely had to specifically select the second one. I, I which mean, I, was I, I'm not disputing the fact that I must have done that. I just don't remember, and I don't know why I would have. Well, you did. I apparently because I did, and I immediately got Yennefer. Immediately allowed me. Anyway, I'm pretty sure I've screwed something up badly in her personal business, and be, I appreciate because it. I feel like I'm pretty much locked into the worst possible relationship ending. Pretty sure you specifically have to tell both of them you love them. In this game, you can sleep with as many people as you want, including Yennefer and Triss, as long as you don't tell both of them you love them. And has that come up yet for Yennefer? No, because that's something that happens in Last Wish. Okay, then maybe I can still salvage this. You shouldn't, because you should 100% just end up alone, because Yennefer's clearly the better choice. Regardless, I still don't like the way the romance stuff has been presented, because again, I should not have had to make the commitment to Triss, but we already talked about that. I 100% agree. I really do. Because the thing is, I hadn't met Yennefer yet. If she had turned out to be as horrible as everyone on the internet makes her out to be, then yeah, maybe I made a mistake putting all of my eggs in that basket. Yeah. But... The more I spend time with her, the more I like her. Because this isn't the only quest I did with her. Yeah, for the most part, I did not find her nearly as much of an issue as people made her sound. I mean, I, I think you're pretty close to correct when you keep saying, she's the female girl. I think that's very true. And they just... They have a very similar style. And I'd like to point out that Geralt is the one that chose to be connected to her forever. I did a little bit more research on this, and basically she really... There's a book that talks about it called The Last Wish. Oh, well, look at that reference, then. Basically, she ticked off a djinn. Yeah, I think you did mention this one. For being indecisive, but it's because she couldn't figure out what her last wish was. She kept being so indecisive about it that the djinn was getting super pissed at her. And so... The djinn attacks her, and then Geralt is like, yo, dude, not gonna fly. And Geralt essentially chooses the last wish, which is, I want us to love each other forever. Like, Geralt made the choice to connect them to forever. Oh, well, okay. And so, obviously, he loved her enough at that time to be like, A, I want to save her from this djinn, and B, I can't really think of anything else I want, and Geralt's the most humble dude on the planet, so he's like, I want us to have a happy relationship forever. And so... Then you after, you know, the uh, extracurricular activities. <laughs> yeah. That is what is with her and this unicorn? I don't know. Because they're clearly about to, you know, get intimate. And then Geralt looks up and he's like, oh, no. I was like, oh, oh, is that guy coming down here? And then the camera pans over and there's a unicorn. And I'm like, got it. I know how this is going to go down. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know why Yennefer has a stuffed unicorn. But she does. But she does. Um, Don't want to ask how she got it. Apparently, it was broken and she fixed it. I know what? how it got broken. Once again, let's just not spend any t- real time on that subject. <laughs> uh, but then you go back and you talk to some boring people and yada, 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 rest of the game. Um, so Nothing else matters at this point I because he got what he that, wanted. I think that... Uh, that'll call it for this episode, this series. Um, as far as Chris is concerned, he has now won the game. What game are we going to be doing next? <laughs> I'm afraid there's still more Witcher to, to cover. Uh, what do you mean? I mean, there, there's still more Witcher. You haven't told her you love her yet. That was the final quest. That was the final quest, right? <laughs> well, no, you haven't told her you love her yet. Yeah, but I got what I wanted. <laughs> 
Wow. <laughs> and on that note. <laughs> um, so. Chris will no longer be appearing in future episodes of Media's <laughs> Cover to Cover because he's just apparently a creeper. We're a creeper. We're married. We mean creeper. We're married. That's what married people do sometimes. Occasionally married people copulate. Uh, I mean, not all married couples, but some do. I would probably say the majority of married couples copulate at one point or another. <laughs> right. So anyway. <laughs> did you do the lighthouse mission? Yes, I did. That was an interesting one. Oh, I guess I should mention that then all the kids up in the meeting hall are like, we want to be the king. Put in their swords to be, or dagger in the case of... Or axe. Your sword. My axe. <laughs> and my bow. So there is no bow. There was no bow, but there was a tiny dagger. Yes. And of course, everyone's like, a I, woman, how dare you? I will say I do enjoy that apparently a substantial part of being nominated or nominating yourself to be king is then having to go off and do heroic deeds. Well, I think that was more that they hadn't done a heroic deed yet. And in order to be eligible for king, you have to have done something to have been considered heroic, I, I think is how that worked. And the problem is that no one was expecting the king to die so quickly, if I remember right. And that sudden, now that they were all rushing off to make a name for themselves. Regardless, I just thought that was kind of a cool, what a cool requirement to be the leader of. Yeah, you've really got to be a hero, like legitimately. Well, of a fighting race. Yeah. Well, I guess not race. No, I know fighting mean, peoples. But yeah, I'm not surprised at all. But again, like there are worse qualities to so to have to select your leaders. So yeah. So and then because they're often going to go do their hero thing, Crouch on Crate, I think is his full name. Something like that. It's a. It's certainly a strange name. On Crate for sure. I don't yeah. remember his first name though. It was Croc. Croc. Croc on Crate. Croc on Crate. But he basically says, hey, can you go help my kids? Because they clearly can't do this themselves. Basically, he says, I think my son has taken on too much. And I don't have any faith in my daughter at all. And I'm like, that's cool, man. I guess I know who I'm rooting for. Yep, same here. But so then immediately after that, the one of the first things I do is the lighthouse. But only because I stumbled across a... When I was looking for Lambert. Because I wanted his Gwent card. <laughs> I would teleport to every island or swim to every island to get their bar keeps. To then play everyone I find in Gwent. Because that's just how you be. Just everybody has to lose to, to Geralt and Gwent. That's just the way it is. I came across a bar that had a bunch of people that were a bunch of douches to me. Which yeah, I very, really didn't think anything of because it happens all the time. Very unaccepting of not even just that he's a witch or just outsiders or people who aren't from the islands in general. They were just not okay with. So him also being a witcher, I'm sure, just made it worse. Yeah. And so this guy comes to your aid and basically says, How, like, honestly, show him some hospitality. Like, screw you guys. You suck. Yeah, he, he seemed pretty cool. He gives you a witcher contract. And it turns out the Witcher contract is for the lighthouse quest, the lighthouse where there's something messing with the lighthouse and causing problems. And yeah, I got to go deal with it. So you get there 
and it's this dude. Yeah, you meet the lighthouse keeper. And of course, as soon as you get close, because I had actually already been to the lighthouse, so I just fast traveled there, and you can't see like anything because the fog is so thick. Yes. What I did was I ran up to the lighthouse because I was expecting there to be a fast travel because I needed to sell some stuff. So I went past everything and then I just happened to be lucky enough that I did get a fast travel and was like, oh, sweet, left and then came back. Uh, you, You got this, right? I'm sure you can handle the constant unending spawn of ghosts. So basically the dude's like, I don't know what happened. This is terrible. There's these wraiths everywhere. And Geralt's immediately like, well, wraiths don't just show up. So something happened. (laughs) Something clearly happened. I don't know what it is, but I'm going to get to the bottom of it. Turns out this dude's terrible. Yeah, because what happened was he was intentionally putting out the light in the lighthouse sometimes so that ships would crash and then taking some of the loot and, well, taking a cut of the loot from the bandits that would then come and loot the ships that crashed and presumably murder the entire crew. Because you find out that this particular kind of wraith only comes about when someone does a truly horrible deed. Correct. And Geralt realizes that he can't defeat the wraith while the fog is still there, and the only way to lift the fog has to come from the person who brought the curse to begin with. So you have to talk the lighthouse keeper into going out and reigniting the lighthouse. Which I will say, it was a very interesting fight. It was very interesting. Yes. You you could hurt the Wraith. It was one of those situations where like you're just kind of chipping at it until it gets lit, and then all of a sudden you do like mega damage. Because you couldn't hurt it directly, yeah. but as, whenever it spawned those other Wraiths... Right. When you killed one of them, it would lose some health. It would lose health. And then it would just like massive down but it was kind of like one of those things where it's like okay i guess i just gotta wait for this guy you just gotta survive until which i haven't really seen anything else like that in this game yeah for sure so it was it was kind of an unusual way of doing it I like and it was a nice change change of pace yeah i thought it was well done did you let him stay i did with the statement that if he ever if gerald ever found out he was doing something again he would be back i didn't I immediately told him, pack up your stuff and leave. And he said... Uh, Geralt basically framed it as, you're going to do it, and you're going to do it right, and that is going to be the only way you can even begin to atone for what you did. I am like, no. Because if you're still at the lighthouse, then you're going to be tempted to do it again. Because if you were tempted to do it the first time, you're going to be tempted again. And I was like, no. No, 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 leave. Leave and do something else. Do anything else. I don't care. But you're not going to do this anymore because that is not cool. Yeah. Uh, Interestingly, if you don't, you immediately rat him out when you get back, but it doesn't matter for reasons we'll get to very much, pretty much now. Oh, I ratted him out too. Oh, okay. I told him, I made him leave, and then I told Jontar... That I'm like, yeah, it was the lighthouse keeper, and I basically told him to pack up and leave. But after he's happy with you and you share a drink with him... Those same people from before come back, and this time they're in the mood for a fight. Except during the fight, at one point... Now, I want to point out, they hadn't even hit me yet. Yeah. And it just automatically goes into a movie... And they pull out their swords and are now attacking Jontar. And and pretty much immediately kill him. The problem is that they shoved you down in the movie, which I'm like, that's not even cool because they didn't even do a single point of damage to me. Like, that super ticked me off. So they kill Jontar and then you kill them. And when you leave, 
surprise, surprise, their dad shows up. Along with a crowd of other people who immediately turn you in. And Geralt's like, I was specifically like, they started it. Yep, same here. They did this, and then they killed Jontar, and all the people are like, um... Well, it's their word versus yours, basically, and uh, you're not from around here, so we're going with them. Yeah, and that's the thing, because I was like, guys, you were there, you saw them attack Jontar, and they're like, yeah, well, sorry. Yeah, they're basically like, I I don't know what you're talking about, I didn't see anything. Which I'm like, they killed one of yours. And instead of, so just because you hate foreigners so much, you're going to throw Geralt under the bus. A known innocent man. Even though they killed one of your own. Yep. So anyway, you get thrown in jail. You don't really have a choice in the matter. Geralt goes with them to plead his case and then just winds up getting thrown in jail because apparently you just have to wait for a really long time. Specifically, when you go there, your prison cell is basically just a mining cave. Mm-hmm. And there's other people behind you who are mining, and you talk to the guard, and the guard's basically like, Geralt goes, you know, when, when can I talk to the Jarl? And he says, well, it's not going to be today, and it's not going to be for a while, because that guy's been in here for a year, and that guy's been in here for five, and they still haven't gone. Fortunately. Geralt has the ability to mind control people and tell them him that it's his turn. There's also another way to do it. I did that first. And then I realized that I made a terrible mistake because I didn't loot the area. (laughs) Was there even anything to get? There wasn't, but there was a dick in the back. And sometimes when someone's dick, I like to do the attack. So that way they scream and yell and run away. Except this time it lit the guy on fire. And then everyone started attacking me. Oh. All four of the people attack you and I killed all of them. And then the guard goes, oh, man, four on one? It's a real shame that we've got you locked up here. Let me take you to Lugos right now. (laughs) I'm like, I love this place. This is amazing. All you got to do is kill four dudes, and you're like, oh, well, I mean. You just moved to the front of the line, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, man, it's your turn. But the thing is, you get 40 XP, so I I went with the save of the other one, but I, I legitimately wasn't trying to do something else. I was just like, oh crap, I forgot to loot. <laughs> Obviously your number one priority. I, I understand. forgot to check to see if there was something there because immediately I talked to the guard and then immediately I just default mode is to boom. Do the thing. Yeah. No, I get you. Me too. And after it was done, I went back to try and get in and the doors were closed so I couldn't loot it. And I was like, oh no. Uh, unacceptable. <laughs> but basically, you get to Lugos, and he makes a deal. The 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 guys there talking about how much you should die and Which how you're a terrible person. Which is interesting, because had Geralt not done what he did to get let out, was that guy just going to stand there for months and wait? <laughs> well, he was just going to yell at him over and over and over and over, and... um. He's just so upset, and Geralt walks up, and he goes, oh, no, please continue. I'd, I'd love to hear more about how I should die. And I'm like, yes, Geralt, thank you. This is why I always choose sarcastic options. You are the best. Sarcastic and, Geralt is best Geralt, for sure. Yes. And so I am, basically, Logo says, listen, he'll... As accordance to our laws, he's going to be sentenced to death, but he can get out of it by paying the son's weight in gold. And Geralt's like, you know, that's not going to be cheap, right? Those dudes are fat. I can't afford this. (laughs) Yeah. 
And uh, the dad's obviously upset. The Jarl basically decides to pay for it himself. Yeah. And he's like, this is unprecedented. You can't do that. This is against our laws. And he's like, I'm the Jarl. I make the laws. Yeah, Shut up. Like, uh, as it turns out, I actually can. And I just did. And you're going to deal with it. Or I'm going to kill you and keep all of my money anyway. And I don't care about anything you have. Remember, I'm Madman Logos. And I'm in charge. So then he basically uses that as blackmail to you're indebted to me now. To which I go. You could have just asked. You could have asked, man. If you wanted to hire a witcher, just hire a witcher. It would have been cheaper. And he goes, are you a man of honor? And I'm like, yeah. What what does that have to do with anything? I would have done it. You just had to pay me for it. Yeah. Instead of paying some random dude who doesn't even deserve it. Because his sons are douchebags. And a lot more money than you would have had to pay me. And at the same time, like, I'm sorry, but it's clearly this guy's fault that his sons turned out to be douches. <laughs> so, like, he doesn't deserve it in the first place. And so now you have a third child who put it in their name for the throne that you also have to go help. Madman Lugos wants you to help his son, who's also trying to go do a quest to become king. Uh, but yeah, then, oh, I guess we never talked about the end of the Lambert thing. I mentioned oh, yeah, Lambert yeah. and getting his Gwent card, but we never actually talked about Lambert. Did did you finish his, his quest? I did, yes. Oh, but you haven't, you didn't get the, the Triss from him? I don't remember even seeing an option to play him. You might not have done all the old pals yet. You have to beat all the Gwent old pals, and then they say, hey, you might know of I don't even know Witcher. if I have that quest. I don't wonder how you start it. Hmm. I'll oh. have to find it. But yeah, no, I don't have that. Because you play Zoltan, you play Dandelion, and then okay. you play um, the, you play somebody else, and then you play Lambert. Oh, I think I got the Geralt card from Dandelion. Oh, okay. I think. I think it was one of my friends. I'm pretty sure it was one of my pals that had it. That's right. Okay. And that's where I'm pretty sure I got the Geralt card well, from. I think it was Dandelion. That gives me something to shoot for. It's another Gwent quest to deal with. I want to say, uh, I'll I'll look it up. I want to say that's where I got it from. Okay. But anyway, so no, I did not play him and have not gotten his card. Um, but yeah, he, he is the Triss card. But so, so what you're saying is I can just skip playing him. <laughs> well, yeah, you don't need him at all. The Triss card's useless. <laughs> well, that's the thing, like, it literally is a seven, just like Yennefer, except Yennefer's has healing. It's also a melee card instead of a ranged card, if I remember right. But that doesn't matter when it's a legendary. Right, I know. That doesn't matter at all. Yeah, because it doesn't get any multipliers or affected by anything. So, considering Yennefer is generally, like, the healer and everything, and it seems like, you know, Triss is really good at torturing people... I would just assume that Triss would also have, like, maybe the Scourge effect. Scorch, I think. Scorch? Yeah. I would have to assume because she, like, super loves torturing people, apparently. (laughs) Wow. Well, she jumps right to it, knowing (laughs) that Geralt can just mind control. Like, I have to assume that she's doing this on the reg. I mean, you're not wrong. That is a thing that happened. So I just assume that Scorch... It is weird that Yennefer has a special ability, but Triss does not. I thought that was weird. I agree. Especially since, like... Especially since she's only a 7 and not even a 10. Yeah. Because Yennefer's is good because it brings somebody back. On top of the 7. But, like, Triss... Why would I keep Triss when even a level 4 card would be better than her with a horn? Yeah, that's, I mean, that's fair. So, uh, but I guess to finish out Lambert's quest, you you catch up with the last person and... Finally, after quite a while. Turns out they're in some weird shrine place 
and <laughs> did did uh you have to fight everybody? Oh, I didn't realize there was an option to not fight everyone. Like in the camp. Yeah. Yeah. Is there an option to not kill everyone? I th- think so. Well, so when they say that he's off praying at the shrine, you can basically be like, okay, or, well, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> I said that doesn't sound right. They're immediately like, oh, well, you apparently don't know anything about him, so you must be lying. And they pull out their swords. Oh, I said, okay. And then I went up and talked to him, and then I was like, hey, tell me about this guy. And he's like, you're going to die now. And so then everybody attacked me with him. Yeah. And I killed them all. And then it turns out that that dude doesn't even like him anymore. Yeah, he's like, "Uh, we're done. We're not business partners. You suck. I hate you. I'm sure that your idea would be fantastic, but I literally don't care about you. We're done. Yeah, we're, we're... This conversation is over. Don't bother. Don't ever talk to me again. Yeah. Like, don't even write. I want nothing to do with you. And I'm like, wow, okay. So this guy is a dick. So you tell Lambert that and Lambert says, okay, well, I know where he is. And he's back in Novigrad. And, um, he's. Turns out he's also a witcher. Yes. But before that, Geralt says, so what about Ceres or Ceres or something? He goes, well, you weren't there to defend her. So. Again, I super hate you, Lambert. I'm literally only doing this to get your Gwent card. Yikes. Yeah, I do remember him saying that. Yeah, he's like, well, she didn't have you there to stop me. So you get there and that guy sitting there with his wife and kids. And yeah, you see that he's also very clearly a witcher who has somehow gotten out of being a witcher. And he was from the same school as them. And he also says it wasn't supposed to happen like that, and the guy Lambert seeking vengeance for wasn't supposed to die. The problem was that somebody, I I think he did something he wasn't supposed to, and one of the bowmen got him between the eyes, I think is what he said. And he said he was not supposed to die, it was not supposed to go down that way, it was just how things went down, and he's like, I'm sorry, it's very unfortunate. The whole time, Lambert's standing there fuming and getting upset. Threatening him and basically being like, I can't believe we're even going to stand here and listen to this guy. So what did you do? I let him go. So did I. Of course I let him go. I'm like, I, I again, I believed him. Me too. And of course, Lambert's like, oh, I'm going to kill him. I'm going to kill him right now. And I'm like, dude, first of all, you're not going to do it with me here. If you hate him so much, then come back and kill him later. But I'm not going to let you kill him now. Yeah. He's like, if he really deserves to die, you can come back and take care of it. Because whether he was a bad guy in the past or not, he's also donating money to, like, various charities around town. And so... And and clearly, like, he married this woman and basically adopted her kids because at some point you can basically make a comment of, how'd you have these kids? You're a witcher. And he goes, they're not mine. (laughs) And he's like, I adopted her. She had kids, so they're mine now. Yeah. And he's like, oh. And so then I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not going to kill this guy. I don't want to kill this guy. I already didn't want to kill him because of Lambert anyway, because of his ridiculous bloodlust. But- and then Lambert's basically like, I'll probably never see you again and disappear, so I wonder if I can't get my card now. He's like, well, I want to fight you. Good news for you. I actually followed him. He goes back to that same bar. Okay. It's the nowhere the bar from nowhere or the nowhere bar because things like this happen in the game all the time. I legitimately wondered 
if he was going to go back and kill the guy. So I actually ended up following him and Lambert's character just walked back to the bar and sat down exactly where he was at. Oh, okay. And I think it did that. So that way you could go back and talk to him because then I went back and talked to him and he was like, Hey, Geralt, what's going on? Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, okay, see you later, man. So you've apparently just decided that I was right and you're not going to do anything. (laughs) I guess you're just going to go back to the bar and drink your sorrows away. But I sure hate that Geralt, which admittedly is a better option than murdering someone. Going and drinking away your sorrows isn't a great option, but when your other option is literal murder, you're making the right choice. So the other, I guess there was one last quest that I really wanted to talk about, unless there was something that you... No, go ahead. ...that you had had. I mean, you could obviously bring it up after this, but did you uh, find that Black Pearl quest? Oh, yes, I did. Get, Get the pearl for the guy? Yes. It was a pretty straightforward quest. I basically just found him as I was I was walking around the aisles doing my Gwent quest. Yeah, the, the it, it's it's pretty straightforward. Uh, I actually found him. Did you like first run into him in Skellige? I no, I first ran into him in Novigrad. Yeah, same here. And then you meet him in Skellige. He's not too far from the lighthouse, actually, if I remember right. Yeah. And so he tells you the story about this pearl and asks you to go retrieve it for him because he just can't swim like he used to or something like that. And really, yeah, it's a fairly nondescript quest up until the very end. The problem that I had with it, and I actually never went back to get my money or anything, so I don't know if there's another end. Continue, but yes. Oh, good. Guess I should go back and get my money. (laughs) Essentially, you go out and you find this pearl, and you're attacked by sirens the whole time, which the sirens are naked? I think that's pretty standard for mythology. I think they always were in stories. I mean, I guess as things go, I'm not surprised in this game, but when I killed them underwater and they floated up and I saw what I saw... The part that's really surprising about the sirens is the fact that they can apparently fly. Well, it it is weird that they can fly because I know they're supposed to be like mermaid-esque, but they fly and then they dive and swim in the water. Oh, I know, but like, especially when they're flying, they're extremely annoying because it's so hard to hit them. Yes. Well, when they get in the water, it's super easy. Yes. I've noticed if you use a telekinetic blast, it he knocks them knocks out, of the, them out of the air. Yeah. You also get an item uh, from I want to say the brothers' side quest that you can has unlimited uses. It's like a plot item that does the same thing. Oh, oh, the horn thing yeah. that they were talking about. Yeah, yeah. I haven't done that brothers' quest yet. Yeah, you 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 at least can get the horn from there, and yes, then it lets its effect is it will knock down sirens if you blow it. So I. The problem I ran into is I was then like, oh, I want pearls. So I'm going to swim around here and get some pearls. Oh, yeah. I got a lot of pearls even before I got the black pearl. So I did, but I, mean, I was looking for more because black pearls are rare. So I wanted to see if I could find another one. Yeah. Until I realized that all the pearls are immediately like that's literally they just spawn for the quest. Yeah. And then I failed the quest because he died. Oh, Apparently, as soon as you find the Black Pearls, he's immediately attacked by the Drowners that I'm assuming attacked him for you when you got out of the water. Yes. That happens immediately, and by the time I actually noticed it... It was too late. I couldn't even make it to him, and he died. So I had to do all of it over again, including searching for the Pearls all over again. Yeah, because you just get like a general area of, oh, the Pearls somewhere in here. It doesn't tell you which clam or anything. So that was mega annoying. But I did go back, and then I finally beat it. And then he's like, yeah, I don't have your money. 
Yep, but you can come to the tavern in Novigrad and I'll pay you. I did that. (laughs) And? He pays you. And Geralt asks, did your wife like the pearl? And he's like, yeah, it was okay, I guess. And I'm like, wow, that's such a... Anticlimactic ending. But if you keep prying about it, he tells you that his wife basically has severe dementia and he was hoping the pearl, because it was something they used to talk about, would reignite her memories and help bring her back from that. And he's like, and it didn't work. Oh my God. Yeah. Why? Andrew, I was so happy. And you, so you did to me what I've done to you last episode. Now you've put me into a severe depression. I just don't think I'm going to go back and finish the quest now. Because my Geralt will never have to learn of this horrible thing. Yeah, but that was apparently what he was looking for it for. He's like, you know, we had talked about it so many times that I was hoping if I actually finally did it, it would, you know, be the thing that brings her back. He's like, uh, it it didn't. Well, no matter what, I'm glad that I did it for him then. Yeah. Well, I'm going to go back and turn it in, but ugh, that sucks. Yeah, I was like, wow, I was not expecting that. That's horrible. Yeah. Well, I guess with that, what are your expectations for the coming week? Well, well d- I guess, did you have any other side quests you wanted to talk about? Um, well, have you done any of the coronation stuff for the, or like the, the side quests for the kids? Or is that something that... Not yet. That was I. the The very next thing I was gonna do was more Yennefer content, and then I was gonna, <laughs> <laughs> of course, and then I was gonna immediately go help the kids. Okay, so in that case, I expect yeah, we'll cover that, and yeah, make some more progress with with Yennefer because I'm really intrigued by whatever this massive cataclysm was. And I think as of right now, we have the ability to get to it. I don't think you actually have to do the stuff with with his kids now, or maybe even ever, because I'm pretty sure they're technically side quests. Yeah, his kids are side quests. So you can proceed with the plot at any point. And I am very curious about this apparent gigantic cataclysmic explosion that happened. So I expect we'll be getting to that here in the next week. Yeah, that, that's so for me, the very first thing I was going to do was the cataclysm. And as a part of that, I'm assuming that I'm also going to get more Siri content because I'm assuming that it was, in fact, Siri and that. Yeah, yeah that, that seems very again. likely. I would I would agree. And it's been a little while since we had some Siri content. I don't think that we're going to meet up with her yet, although I feel like we're getting close. Um, but yeah, I, I do think I do think we're, we're going to have Siri content here in the very near future, which is always welcome. Exactly. Um, I am fully expecting to have an amazing time next week hanging out <laughs> with Yennefer, basically like chilling with Yennefer, talking with Yennefer, just spending as much time with Yennefer as I possibly can. Um, now that I have the ability, like it's basically the only thing I'm going to do for the rest of this game is just like whenever I'm not playing the story, I'm just going to go back and chill with Yennefer in her house for a while. And. Whenever you're not playing the story, in this case, is basically going to translate to, I'm never going to play the story. I'm just going to chill with Yennefer. <laughs> My girl's just going to hang out with Yennefer. And so from now on, every week when we, we talk, I'm going to be like, yeah, you know, I did some dishes and I... I Worked um, on my can a little bit. I I did I did some attacking. Like, there was some random lady in the town that Yennefer and I live at was yelling <laughs> about some monster. So I took care of that because she kept yelling about it. And Yennefer was like, can you please... Please just help her out. Like she, she just won't shut up. <laughs> She's oh like, God. it's really impacting my daily life, and I'm like, okay, yeah, too cool, totally. I'll 100 kill this thing. That's my expectation. 
is that you know I'm gonna get really good at cooking and cleaning, <laughs> um, and that you know Geralt's just gonna live happily ever after with Yennefer. That's that's really where my expectations are going. At this point. Although I do think she's really kind of obsessed with finding Siri, um, so I really think that that's something that we're gonna have to do at some point. But you know, I mean, presumably we'll that was going to be something that happened at some point. We'll we'll, we'll get to it. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Yennefer and I will get there, but, you know, <laughs> before or after the Wild Hunt is remains to be seen. Hopefully before. <laughs> so, on that note, that's going to do it for this episode of Video Games Cover to Cover. As always, you can find us on Video Games C2C on Twitter, which that is the number two, where we post about new episodes or just whatever random nonsense I happen to be thinking about that's related to video games. I at least keep it to that. <laughs> also, you can join our Discord, which is linked in our Twitter account as the main, uh, as the pinned tweet, rather. Wow, I'm really struggling right now. <laughs> or you can reach us at videogamescovertocover at gmail.com and send us uh, questions or comments or anything. Uh, we, we would love to hear from you and your feedback on the show. Yeah, and... As always, if you like it and you're really enjoying what we do, we would just ask that if you can take just a couple of minutes and and throw us a review, throw us a rating, it really helps us, you know, to to get out there and and get more viewers so we can have more engaging conversations with people and and we love to hear from you. And new episodes every Monday wherever you get your podcasts. And remember, I love Yennefer always. <laughs>